For over 50 years, Star Trek has been a part of our lives. In its many variations, we have shared it with friends and family members. Our passion for the franchise has lived on through the years. This podcast is dedicated to those relationships and connections that we have made with Star Trek as the focus. As a father and son, the hosts will shed some light into the differences and similarities seen through the years of watching Star Trek. This is Generations, a Star Trek podcast. I'm Tim. And I'm Doug Robertson. And we're a father and father and son and the hosts of Generations, an independent Star Trek podcast. We are both lifelong Star Trek fans, and I want to thank you for downloading and listening. If you enjoy what you hear on the podcast, please subscribe. That way you will never miss another episode of the podcast. We upload a new podcast on the first and third Friday of every month. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just use the word Generations Trek, one word. If you have an interesting Star Trek story with someone that got you into Star Trek or that you got into Star Trek, an aunt, an uncle, a college roommate, a parent, a sibling, teacher, anyone, drop us an email at generationstrek at gmail.com. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. If you do, please rate and review us. That would be fantastic as well. The following contains spoiler warnings for the entirety of Star Trek from the original series up to and including Star Trek Discovery. If you do not wish to hear plot points and character development information, do not continue. You have been warned. Today we're talking to a mother and daughter. Let's beam them in. Energize. Thank you so much for joining us, Haley and Chloe. If you could please introduce yourselves and tell us about yourselves. Well, <laughs> I am Haley. Uh, I'm the mom of Little Miss Chloe here. Um, I am a podcaster. I'm a Trekkie. Uh, I'm a social worker. I have purple hair and tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> I have blue hair and tattoos. I feel connected to you. <laughs> have we ever podcast together no we haven't we got to do oh we're doing it now i know <laughs> fantastic yeah what, what about Chloe. you Chloe? what about you she's a little shy but uh <laughs> she's uh artsy i don't know where she got that from because it certainly was not me and uh is not looking forward to being 12 and i'm in denial <laughs> <laughs> I thought 13 was the hard one because then it's a teen thing. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) She's my only one. So uh, we're, we're having a hard time. Some of these ages are rough. Oh, like all of them. Um, no, not all of them. Okay. I got a four and a six. So eight was, eight was rough. I I didn't (laughs) know if we were going to survive eight and then we were fine. But now I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're, you're going to be 12. I'm going to have a middle schooler and I'm not ready for it. <laughs> pretty soon she'll be driving a car. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going there. <laughs> what kind of car do you want, Chloe? <laughs> I have no clue. She wants to drive my car. She's hoping that I still have my car, which is uh, 14 years old at this point. Uh, I don't think with as much driving as I do for my job that it's going to be around by the time that she's ready to drive. But uh, I know she likes the song Pink Cadillac and has mentioned about having a pink Cadillac. Uh, well, there That's you go. Choice. Yeah. yeah I'd rather so now, blue. you would rather have what? A blue. A blue one. Yeah. Blue's better anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Blue's a faster color. That's yeah. science. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> So, Haley, do you remember when and where and how you were first introduced to Star Trek? Um, I know I grew up on TNG. My dad was watching it. Um, 
and I started watching it with him. And then I just kept watching. I don't remember if he kept watching with me. But and I don't know if he necessarily grew up with watching the original series. Um, it came on. He was he would have been like 13, I think, when it came on um, or 14, somewhere in there. He would have been in his teen years. So I don't know if he watched it. We never really talked about it. Um, but that was my first. I don't remember the first episode I watched. That was too long ago, but I know I caught all of TNG and I was watching it as it was airing. Um, I think I caught early seasons in reruns because I was only five. I was five and uh, when it started. So, but I, I remember seeing everything and, and crying when it was over. And then you've been on board ever since. Yeah. I, I didn't fall. Uh, it kind of fell out of it for quite a while. And then uh, we can talk about it later. But um, I jumped back in and I dived feet first into the madness <laughs> that is now consuming my life. Oh, it's everywhere. It's a good thing to consume your life with, though. <laughs> Chloe, what about you? Do you remember being introduced to Star Trek? No. Do you remember, like, has it just always been around? Basically. Do you watch it with your mom? Yeah. She does. Yeah. Um, I, I always had it on uh, when I was in school. It was my escape and my break from when I was studying. And BBC America always was playing TNG. So it's always kind of been on. Um, she kind of would sort of watch and probably at about, I would say, seven, eight is when she really would sit down and watch like an episode. Hmm. So do you have a favorite Star Trek memory, Haley? No. Or Chloe? Hmm. You know, my favorite ones have been in the last several years since I've started going to the convention in Las Vegas and all the friends that I have met and made that live everywhere at this point now. Um, from my childhood I would say it's my favorite, quote unquote, just because it was not my favorite. But the summer that we had to wait between part one and part two of Best of Both Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I remember that being the longest summer ever. That was a tough summer, yeah. <laughs> People who were not around and, and got to watch it and just watch one episode and then go right to part two. Like, you do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> we had no clue what was going to happen. And you just had to wait until it came back on. <laughs> and no internet to talk at people about it with. Exactly. I, exactly. I, I've yelled at friends who like the walking dead still for some reason. And like the cliffhangers that happened at the end of the seasons of walking dead. And they're like, this is terrible. And I'm like, we didn't know if Riker was going to kill Picard. You <laughs> have nothing to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> So Chloe, you don't you no real Star Trek memory is jumping to mind? I don't really remember any. What about when we went and saw Beyond? Oh yeah, that was awesome. I took her Come on. Yeah, so uh, I took her to I went with some friends and we went and saw the like first showing when Star Trek Beyond like the day before cuz now they do the day before it officially comes out and uh I was like you're going to go to this one with me cuz I'd gone and seen the other two but I hadn't taken her. So that was pretty awesome, huh? Now, haven't you done a, a TOS rewatch recently? Actually, first watch. First watch. And did Chloe join you in that? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you remember about that, Chloe? Is there any figure or character that jumps out at you that you remember from, from watching all those shows? Spock. Yeah. Spock. What, 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 what do you remember about Spock in those old days? (laughs) He was always logical. It was always logical. Okay. (laughs) And you like logic? Yeah. She likes yeah. she likes math. Do you really? Science. So yeah. science officer. She is. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So what does the Star Trek philosophy mean to you? It kind of means something different to everybody, I think. So what what does it mean to you? For me, it it means striving towards something better. 
something that, you know, we can, we can achieve this greater thing where walls, borders, people's differences don't matter. And we can accept people and they all matter. Everyone has value even with those differences and those differences are what make us better. Right on. Chloe, do you have any thoughts on the philosophy of Star Trek? No. No. Do you, what do you think? Do you have, does it mean anything to you or is it just like fun lasers and TV show? No. Just kind of fun. Yeah. It's just fun right now. It's fun. It should be fun. It's Mm -hmm. sneaky like that. It's fun now, but just wait. You'll look (laughs) back and you'll be like, oh, they were teaching me stuff. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Very true. It's it's a classroom on TV. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure because you've been to cons and you know lots of Star Trek people, when somebody says this isn't Star Trek, does it, what, do you, what do you think when somebody says that? Does it mean anything to you? What is, does Star Trek itself mean something to you, like that term? I think when someone says it isn't or, or whatever, it's because they, there was something that they didn't like. There's something in it that they don't they don't find a value in it for them personally. Um, I think at far as as far as conventions go, when people say I haven't heard anybody say that this a particular episode isn't Star Trek or something, they just say it's not for me. And I think engaging in a conversation with someone when they say, "Well, this isn't Star Trek," um, you know, people saying about Discovery right now, we can say this isn't Star Trek, and it, I think it's just because they personally are not seeing any value in it there's nothing that engages them it's just sheer entertainment for them mm-hmm. and because they still will say well TOS that is Star Trek to me I think everything is and it's just a matter of what you are looking for specifically and that's how you're going to find the trek in whatever series episode character doesn't matter you're you'll find it but it has to relate to you personally, I think, in some way. And is that, what, what does it mean to you if you say this is Star Trek? Well, like I was saying, I think that it shows that we are better, even though we still have our struggles, because obviously there were still issues with Star Trek back in the original series. There were still things you're just like, I don't know if that necessarily would fit. But the fact that there's growth and that the character's choose to say, well, I'm not going to continue thinking this and I'm going to change and I'm going to grow. That is what it means to me. I think that's what Star Trek is. It's that growth towards that something better. Okay. And sure. learning from some other negative experience and taking that and saying, okay, I can do better. I can continue to do better. Okay. Chloe, have you ever watched something that was labeled Star Trek and you thought like, this isn't really Star Trek or this doesn't feel very Star trek to me? No, not really. Not she even really. likes TAS, so. <laughs> uh, there's nothing. There were some great stories in the animated series. There really was. And there's yep. going to be two more coming. I know. That's surprising. <laughs> I can't. We, we can't verbalize that face. Yeah, we can't <laughs> see the surprise face on the podcast, but she just dropped. It was a jaw drop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's funny. So. Why did you decide to share Star Trek with Chloe? I don't know necessarily if I decided to because it's always been on. So she's old enough that I've, I again, kind of went into my fandom starting back in 2011, 2012. And at that point, she was kind of getting old enough to be aware and, and sitting down and just not running around like a rambunctious little toddler. <laughs> so it's always been on. And when I was doing a DS9 rewatch for the anniversary, and I said to her, well, what do you want to watch after? Because we've already watched all of TNG. We It's always on. That's my go-to. It's what I grew up with. And I said, what do you want to watch next? We've got TOS. We've got TAS. We've got Voyager. We've got Enterprise. And she picked the original series. That was totally her. I know and- I liked her. <laughs> exactly. And and so it's just kind of always been on. And it will always be on. And so it, it was more of a just a matter of her just sitting down and deciding to watch it. Because it's always been there. 
Did do you, you want to talk about? Go, go ahead. ahead. Go. Did, Chloe, did you enjoy watching the original series? Yeah. What did you like about it? I don't know. It was just fun. Yeah. Like what? 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 What were some of the fun parts you remember? I just like the episode with the tribbles. Ah. Uh, <laughs> does your mom have a tribble? <laughs> I do, but mine's in, yep. It's where? She it's likes the mirror, mirror universe. Too. It's a mirror universe trouble, uh-huh. what I have. Okay. Wait, there's a mirror universe trouble? Why didn't there I know is. this? It's uh, a. What, what is mirror about a trouble? It is red and black. It has <laughs> teeth, and it only likes Klingons. That's fantastic. I like it. Yep. <laughs> I just watched the animated one of the animated episodes that had a bunch of tribbles on it too. With the pink ones, yeah. Yeah, it's a big pink tribble. Uh, do you want to talk about now um, when you've kind of fell off and then when you came back, like you were alluding to earlier? Sure. So I don't know. It just DS Nine Voyager and Enterprise just completely escaped me. It wasn't on my radar at that point. I was it was middle school, high school. And I don't know what else I was, I was in band. And so that took a lot of my time and who knows, it just wasn't on my radar. And I do remember, um, briefly when I was married, my now ex was watching an episode and I think it was enterprise and there was like these green women and keep in mind, I'd never seen the original series. So up until this point, TNG didn't have any Orions in it. And I'm like, what is this? And I was like, this is not Star Trek. Cause he told me it was Star Trek. And I was like, no. And so I just remember just like a little snippet. And so, and then life just kind of took over and, um, college, getting married, moving around. Cause my ex was in the, in the air force and having a kid. And then I, it just kind of wasn't there. I didn't think about it. Occasionally I'd watch TNG if it was on TV, but I wasn't really super into it. I didn't sit down and just like do a whole rewatch of something. I wasn't buying anything Trek related at that point. And, um, and like I said, when I started going back to school, I would sit down if I needed a breather in between or as a treat, if I got all of my classwork done, I would watch an episode on BBC America or I'd watch a few episodes before bed. And, and then I was working at Old Navy and in 2011 and we had a shirt and uh, it was a men's shirt, but I totally bought it. And it says Trekkie on it. And it was actually 2012 is when I got that. So that's when we got that. And that was the first thing I bought. And then the next thing I bought was a lanyard. And so those were like the first two things I had. And then in 2013, I was treating myself. I went and saw Aerosmith in Las Vegas and probably about a month or a few weeks before I was leaving, I found out I had gotten an email or something. I don't even remember how I found out about the convention. I had no clue that there was a convention in Vegas for Star Trek. And I was like, that's awesome. I'll have to go. So I went for a day and I have gone every year since. <laughs> and you guys can see my shelf. Well, yeah, you can I can see, see your shelf. You can see a few of the shelves. It's actually a bigger one. There's, it's just full of Star Trek stuff and there's more elsewhere because I don't have room on the shelf. <laughs> Chloe, are those her toys or are those your toys? Hers. Do you have Star Trek toys? She does actually. There's a few things. Um, listeners can't see it, but you guys, you can kind of see up on the very top. Um, a friend of mine, Julie, she sent Chloe because Chloe is an original series person, the uh, Mattel dolls. So she's got the Uhura, the Spock, and the Kirk up there. Is that the Barbie? Kirk? Yeah. I just got that too. You like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't play yeah. with it. Keep it in the box. <laughs> she, she keeps debating on that. Yeah. Take it out of the box. It's hey, a like, toy. Do I want to take one out of the box or leave them in the box? Take it out of the box. Therefore, leave Kirk in the box. Take the other two out of the box and play with them. Kirk's a little freaky looking, but uh, Bach is really cool. It's a cross between Ken and Kirk. I'm not quite sure. I don't know. So, yeah. But everything else on there is mine. Do you have a favorite Star Trek toy there, Chloe? What one's your favorite on here? 
There's so much to choose from. Probably the triple, huh? Yeah, my brother, uh, she got me, um, it's called a Spock tart. Like so, it, yeah, um, my brother gave it to me for Christmas, like a few years ago. And it's a cute little thing. It's just this thing, it's called a Spock tart. Okay. It's a little, little they had one for Kirk, too. Okay, Spock tart. <laughs> yep. I don't know. It's one of those weird things because that's what they do in Trek. They have that's weird right. collectibles. <laughs> like a helmet with a light on it. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe laughs like she thinks I'm making that up. <laughs> it's it's real. <laughs> I uh, I can show you probably in one of the magazines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are there other family members that are interested in Star Trek too or into Star Trek? No. Not really. Um, I recently discovered a cousin of mine. He kind of got into it. He gifted me 50 of the uh, Star Trek magazines oh. that I think they stopped doing them. I think the latest one I have is a 2003. Is that Starlog? No. Um, they're Star Trek the magazine. Oh, okay. They're kind of the bigger ones. So, um, but no. Nobody else. I'm, I'm the weirdo in the family. You're not weird. <laughs> you're weird and it's cool <laughs> <laughs> Doug knows all about being weird he's my son that's right <laughs> so do you think that uh, how has Star Trek impacted mm-hmm. your relationship with Chloe or Chloe how has your how has Star Trek impacted your relationship with your mom I don't know do you, do you get to hang out with her more because of Star Trek or does it give you something to talk about yeah Yep, huh? Mm-hmm. Sometimes she gets to help uh, when we're stuck on uh, an episode yeah. to discuss for Standard Orbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the random button. <laughs> <laughs> I go to her and I say, okay, pick an episode, and we're going to watch that and talk about it. Oh, very cool. And yeah. you pick them because you like them or you like the name? I just pick whatever one I feel like. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. It's a good way to watch. That's right. I know. It's really fun. <laughs> She's come up with a couple of really good ones. And episodic TV that's easy to do. <laughs> yeah, especially TNG and TOS where you don't really need to follow yeah. week to week. A storyline. <clears throat> so how has it affected your life? How has Star Trek really impacted your life? For me, I think it's just kind of helped me come out of my shell a bit. And, and like I said, I have made such a really good group of, and I call them family, people that I've met everywhere that are super important to me. And I try to strive towards what I can do to hopefully help us reach that point at some point. Um, I've always been big on recycling and being positive and having a positive impact and leaving a positive impact. And I think the fact that I can do that and I can do what I can do and Chloe can have those values and she can do what she can do and, and passing those on those positive values and, and striving towards that ultimate goal of, of a better community, a better world, better planet um, is really amazing. She's excited about things, you know, and we get to share that and it's really, really, really fun. That's good. Now you've also, I mean, as affecting your life, you do podcasts. I mean, I do. How, how many Star Trek podcasts do you currently do? Uh, I currently, well, one that's devoted completely to Star Trek is just one. So okay. I'm over on Trek FM Standard Orbit. Yay. Talking about the original series. Yes, which I'm is a really Patreon cool. for that one. <laughs> and then um, I'm also over on the Fandom Podcast Network where I'm on Discoville. And with that one, we also talk about Star Trek, but we get to talk about Discovery on that one. And then we also talk about the Orville, which is why it's called Discoville. So, and then I guessed here and there, I've been, I can't even tell you how many now at this point. So, yeah. That's good. And this is your first podcast, Chloe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully you get to do a lot more. <laughs> do, you, do you think Star Trek has affected your life at all, Chloe? Do you talk no. about it at school? Do you talk about it at school at all? Yeah. Do you do reports on it? Or? 
friends that have seen it, though. You have what? I only have two friends that have seen any. And do you t- do you talk about the different episodes you've seen with them? Yeah. Yeah, like what episodes? Do you remember? No. <laughs> okay. Are they into the same kind of Star Trek that you're into, like the same series and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, big question, very important question: Who's your captain? You go first, Picard. Nice, good answer. Jean-Luc Picard, huh? <laughs> you like old Baldy, huh? Yeah. Mm. We're, we're Picard in this family. Oh, you're Picard as <laughs> yeah, well? Yeah, I am. But again, I grew up with him, so that's, it, I don't know, it left a very indelible impact on me um, in a lot of really positive ways. So I I wouldn't be here talking with you guys if, if TNG hadn't left the impact it did and if uh, Picard hadn't been the character that he was. So uh, I'm, were you in the room when they made the announcement at um, STLV about the new show? Yes. Wow. Did you cry? Yes. <laughs> I <laughs> cried. I, I cried happy tears and I was screaming and smiling and everything like all at once. <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty so. intense moment. I mean, it was, I, we were both there and yeah. the room just went absolutely crazy. I mean, it's, it's one of the single most, coolest times that I've been at a Star Trek convention. Now, what are you looking forward to with the start, the Picard series? You know, I'm really excited just to see where he's at and see, see what, what's going on with Picard after all the events of everything that's happened and post nemesis, it's going to be really interesting. And I'm really hoping that we get a, light but also really deep and kind of I don't know how to put it but just really gosh I kind of that um unification you know just he's working and striving towards whatever he can be and just continuing to be that delegating character that he was but also some kind of lighter moments and some humor I just I'm really excited to see what what he's gone through and where he's come out from. Yeah, I, I like this, that. That's a cool idea. I have this nightmare that the first episode he's gonna have a Borg implant on his forehead. That's like, <laughs> no, please. <laughs> we don't want that. No. But I like don't... an ambassador Picard going around the world or around the universe talking and yeah. solving problems that way. That's yeah, I like that. Yeah. That was always one of my favorite things about him. I know. And, and like I said, that's, that's kind of why he's, at least for me, that's why he's my captain. So he was a diplomat. He was. Yeah. So what about your favorite character? You go first. Data. Yeah. Why do you like data? I don't know. She's funny without being mean to, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a Spock person. Spock no, really? I have no <laughs> I know, idea. <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I mean, I've got at this point, I have four Vulcan script tattoos. So Spock's my favorite. Spock's your favorite. That's very cool. Even though you started on TNG. Exactly. Huh. I will say like, uh, I mean, and I guess you can say Spock is my overall favorite, but um, if you're asking series specific, it's going to be Jordy. Oh, really? Creepy Jordy who can't talk to women. I love Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jordy too. <laughs> yep. How do you feel about the disco? Um, disco Spock. It's still Spock, but I mean, just to be specific. He's a little angsty, and I'm ready for him to be in uniform and have a shaved face. Oh, we're not a fan of the beard. It's okay, but at this point, if with the direction that he's gone the last couple episodes, and he's been uh, helping out and and being different things, he needs to be back. He should be back in uniform if he's doing anything. If he's helping in any way, shape, or form, he technically should be. He's been cleared of charges. Obviously, he's somewhat back on duty, even though they haven't fully said that he's back on duty. So yes, he should be shaven and in uniform. I'd like yeah. to see him back in uniform too. In my head cannon, he's on leave still, but he's helping out. Yeah, and this I can like see Colbert that. Colbert should be in uniform too. 
But he's already stated that he doesn't know if he's going to be doctor anymore. Yeah, that's true. So, but the whites are so cool. He needs oh, to be back in the whites. There's such pretty uniforms. They, they're, yeah, gorgeous. So, um, I, this feels redundant, but what's your favorite series? TOS. Yeah. Yeah. She's a TOS girl. Mine is still TNG, and it probably always will be. Now, yeah. why? Okay, you're a TOS girl, but why isn't Kirk your captain? I don't know. You like Kirk? Yeah. Yeah. What do you like about him? I don't know. So, <laughs> I probably like um, Bones better than Kirk. Yeah. Oh, you if like Bones? She likes Bones. Yeah. <laughs> Now, have you seen the the? Has Chloe seen the two thousand nine movies and the JJ movies? Do you like those? Yeah, yeah. That's good. So, um, I I have a a pet theory about this, so I'm always interested to what people say to this. So, what's your favorite ship? You go first. No. You don't want to, oh I'm going first. I mine's the one seven zero one D. The D. Mm-hmm. The one with the carpets on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the E to a to a degree. I like the interior, I like the bridge of the E. Mm-hmm. But the the Enterprise D, the one seven oh one D is always it's gonna be home. It's just yeah. always it's always gonna be my favorite for me. It's actually hers too, so <laughs> Is it you like you like the Enterprise on Next Gen? Yeah. What do you like about the Enterprise on the Next Gen? I don't know, it just looks cooler. Yeah, it looks cooler. You like the, the sauce like the refit. The re oh, uh, That's my second favorite. Really? The what? The refit. From the motion picture. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, I have a theory that everybody who's captain it's going to be their ship that's going to be their favorite ship that's i feel mm. like that's they, they my experiment it. as we go <laughs> that'll be interesting to see because i think i know some people that might not fit that mold no oh, i just feel like you're they're so connected they're so one and the same i don't yeah. know but it'll be fun to talk to a bunch of people and see what they think and be wrong <laughs> Do you have a favorite episode? Obviously, you have a favorite episode or a favorite movie. What about you, Chloe? Trouble with Tribbles. Nah. What's your other one? Um, Devil in the Dark. Really? That's one of my favorites as well. The oh, that's yeah. How come? I don't know. She just as we were watching um, the original series. I I made a list and I I categorized everything and I, I broke it down into um, each season and then I put down on what were my favorites and I listed them and went down the list le- favorite to least favorite and then I marked like her top three episodes and that was just one I think we both we both really really enjoyed it so what about your favorite movie? Not sure. Oh, wait. Okay, go on. Are you still there? <laughs> yeah. Did you hear, I didn't hear the response on that. Did she have a favorite movie? Say it again. The Voyage Home. Ah. Ah, yes. With the whales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yep. one. That's a good one. Yeah, see. Uh, and me, favorite episode. God, I can't even. Mm. And Spock had long hair in that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going with. Uh, let's see. I'll say from TOS, my one of my favorites is uh, Tomorrow is Yesterday. And gosh, TNG, there's just so many. Um, I have to say the ending, All Good Things, even though mm. it makes me really, really sad because that was the end of it. That's That's one of my favorites. And... Oh, let's see. Discovery. I would say New Eden mm-hmm. and uh, Paper. It's only a Paper Moon from Deep Space Nine. And then movies. I'm going to go with First Contact. Really? Oh, yeah. I, hands down. I mean, I love 
Um, Voyage Home is really fun. I actually enjoy Star Trek V as much as people <laughs> want to rag on it. You can <laughs> at me about it all you want. I don't care. I will enjoy that one. But uh, First Contact, I just, I love it. I love the score. Um, yeah. And, oh gosh, no, I would say it's tied. 2009 is really good, too. Yeah. You like Beyond? I do like Beyond. I do like Beyond. Um, 2009, I think it just, it started it all, and we wouldn't have the other two if it hadn't done what, as well as it did. And the score from that one is probably even tops the score from First Contact for me. I just, I love, 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 love what Michael Giacchino did. Now, I love you- that you're bringing up the score. I don't know. I don't think that gets quite enough love. I think there, we talked to somebody who does another podcast about the music of Star Trek, but all of the music is just always so good. We One of the STLVs, we heard the orchestra play, mm-hmm. and that was just it's mind-blowing how good that music is. Yeah. I, I think I was at that concert um, the third year I went, the fifth, for the 50th, I went to the yeah. concert that year, and I just cried most of it because <laughs> I'm a band nerd. And so music's always a big thing for me anyway, but they played that opening theme from the new films. And I just, it moves me to my core. Yeah. Now do you want to see more of the JJ films? With I, that cast? Yes. I would yeah. love to have a fourth one. If I know it's not going to happen, it's almost basically been permanently shelved at this point. But I would still love to have a fourth one, but ending on Beyond because, yes, it might not have done as well in the box office, but I blame marketing and the fact that it was competing with so many other big things at the same time. But if we're going out on that one, it was a good one to go out on. Yeah, they're still teasing the Quentin Tarantino one, and I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. How about you? Yeah. 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 I'm with you on it. Give Tarantino a Star Wars movie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah bounty hunter movie give him a bounty hunter movie in space. <laughs> rated r <laughs> yeah <sighs> yeah do you do you two have a disagreement about star trek i don't i don't think we do i mean there's there's quite a bit that she obviously hasn't watched we've got to get to voyager and enterprise um, she kind of watched a little bit of Deep Space Nine, but wasn't really big into it. And I can understand that. I think in a few years she'll enjoy that more. Hmm. But um, she's her mother's daughter, so. <laughs> <laughs> now, have Not you so watched much. Voyager? No. I think you both would enjoy. Voyager is one of my favorite Star Trek series. I that, love. I love Catherine Janeway. That is next on the list, but Strong at woman. this yeah. at this point uh, with. The schedule I've got trying to keep up with and be on top of Discovery and the Orville every week is enough of a hassle to add in something else between my 40 hours of working is just a bit I hear you. rough. So, Chloe, your mom's not listening. Take, take the headphones off. Now tell us what she's wrong about with Star Trek. Nothing. Ah. <laughs> what kind of sixth grader are you, man? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how has your fandom changed over the years? I don't really know. It hasn't? No, not really. Haley? Yeah. I didn't hear the question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you actually take the headphones off? I did. <laughs> oh, I guess I didn't think about that. She's on your side, so you would have heard her anyway. Um, so how has your fandom changed over the years? It's just, it's grown. I wasn't, like I said earlier, I wasn't really in the fandom. And and then I kind of just dived feet first. And I found the bottom, as I like to say, I found the bottom of the pit. And then I kept digging. <laughs> Do you think streaming has helped with that? I think to a degree. Um, I also think that the newer films, the JJ films, I think changed a lot for a lot of people. I think it's brought in a lot of people. I've actually met people um, at STLV that started watching like some of the original series or going back and watching TNG or something because they went and saw the films just because, oh, this looks really cool or, oh, I like this actor. And so 
I'm going to go see it because I like the actors that are in it. And then they're like, well, what are they talking about? And so I've met people who've actually joined the fandom just because of those three films, which I think is great because you, you want people to keep coming into it. You don't want to just be stagnant and, oh, it's just the same people who've been enjoying it for however long. You want people to grow into it. And I've just fully embraced it because, like I said, I, I have 10 tattoos altogether and five of them are Star Trek. Nice. You win. I only have two Star Trek tattoos. Catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one. <laughs> then you got a lot of catching up. Yeah, whatever, man. I thought you but were But you real have fan. that really awesome bike, Tim. I do. Yeah. It's true. You got to come for a ride on it sometime. We will see if we can make that happen. All right. Yeah, he has a really cool bike, Chloe. Star Trek motorcycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, when I started up, it, when it started up, it plays the original series theme song. <laughs> and when I get on the freeway, it makes the sound of warp engines. That's awesome. That Seriously, awesome. it does. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> but that, Chloe, how, Chloe, how many Star Trek tattoos do you have? None. None. <laughs> but she draws a lot. Like uh, there's, there's, she's drawn me quite a few pictures, and she's made like a badge. One time she did it, and so okay. So we have not watched um, Voyager yet, but basically the badge that she drew was the shape of the Voyager badges. Oh, nice. So Chloe, if so, you were a Star Trek tattoo, what would you get? <laughs> I honestly have no clue. A giant <laughs> picture of Picard's face on your back. <laughs> uh, he's bald so there's less shading to do with her <laughs> this is true this is true uh douglas <laughs> i haven't thought about this i don't know what you're talking about so what has star trek taught you i know we talked about the philosophy of star trek but what has it taught you like as a human person what do you think Did it taught you anything no, not really. Not yet. Not yet. I think for me, it's just, it's taught me to be a better person, to be open to different ideas, to embrace different ideas. Um, and and I learned a lot. So I have a degree in psychology. And part of part of who I am, it was already innate to be a listener, to be a helper, Um, I just, that is ingrained in me, in me genetically and watching TNG and growing up with Dr. Crusher and Troy really kind of, I think helped push me and guide me towards who I am today and, and who I wanted to be. And so it's, it's taught me even more to be comfortable with myself and be okay that I am that person. I can't help it. It's it's who I am and um, to be a better listener. So. Do you think Troy kind of inspired you to go in that direction? A little bit. Her and I can even throw Guinan in there. Really? Um, huh. As, you know, they were just really strong women that I was seeing on my screen every week. Now, and, in the last episode of Discovery, uh, Cornwell had a counseling experience with Culber. What, how did you feel she did on that? I I loved it. I thought yeah. it was great. You know, you can see that she wanted to engage him more, you know, and if that call hadn't interrupted her, I I loved it. And I loved that we finally got, got something that was a follow-up on how he was doing, but I thought it was great that he went to her and he sought mm-hmm. her out. Um, that's incredibly powerful, not just as for anybody, but that it was a male character going and seeking out help when I know that a lot of guys are just, Oh, tough it up, tough it up. You know, they're taught as boys to be tough, that it's okay to go and ask someone and say, I am broken and I need help. That's a great good. point. So we've, we've established that you guys attend conventions, but I have, she has not, she has not attended. Do you no. want to attend a convention, Chloe? Do you know what a convention is? <laughs> We not this year. Um, we've got other plans this year. So too much sadness. Uh, a lot of people are very bummed. We will not. I will not be in attendance this year. Oh. But um, perhaps maybe that'll be our trip next year. 
Um, cause at that point she'll be 13 and probably a little more <laughs> than blowing her it's mind. The first right she's now. hearing of it. Um, <laughs> She'll be old enough that she'll be comfortable and I would be comfortable, you know, if I'm hanging out downstairs yeah. till like one in the morning, she'd be fine in the room by herself. She'd hang but out at the masquerade bar with us. She'd be fine. <laughs> oh my God. I think we'd terrify her. She'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't ever want to be around these people ever again. <laughs> well, there's other conventions, non-Star Trek conventions. So, and are there any in your area that you guys have attended? We um, were three hours from Salt Lake City, okay. so that's the um, closest major city that gets anything. Um, so they have the Fanex convention. We went to that a couple years ago for the first okay. time. That was her first convention, oh. and we will be going in less than a month. Oh, fun. Now, do you that's dress cool. up? I do. Yeah? I have a uniform. Mom, I can have... I bring my Harry Potter robes? <laughs> <laughs> of course you can. Tim says yes. Harry Potter robes are a go. <laughs> um, I have I have my TNG blue scant that yeah. that I have. Um, that's the only one that I've got at this point. But we are big on dressing up. I will forever be the adult that will dress up to pass out Halloween candy to kids oh, yeah. at my door. That's good. So she doesn't have anything Star Trek related. I've got so many shirts that I don't even know anymore, and I keep buying more. And <laughs> don't ask me to count how many because there's just too much now. Is there um, something that you would cosplay as? Like money is no object. I really want to dress up like this. Mm. Dream cosplay. What do you think? What would you do, Chloe? She doesn't even know. Mm. I definitely do Hermione. I'd be willing to wear a wig for that. Is your, <laughs> uh, what is your robe? Is it is it Hufflepuff? Ravenclaw. Are you, oh, you're Ravenclaw. Uh-huh. Very cool. Me too. No, you're a Slytherin, Doug. I took the test. The hat said I'm a Ravenclaw. Yeah, but I, I know you better than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, oh, geez. If it's Star Trek related... I would really love the away mission uniforms that they have in Beyond. I love oh, yeah. the jackets and the pants. Those are super awesome. Um, I totally would do one of the monster maroons. That would be really fun. But um, And then TNG related, I would say the whites, the dress white uniforms. Mm. Um, it, it makes me think of the navy dress whites. Yeah, and those I've are got that. Yeah. yeah, I've got that. I, I want to be a tardigrade. <laughs> that would be cool. That's what I, I want. <laughs> I want the disco te- uh, the the tactical vests that they wear with the little lights on the shoulders. Oh those yeah, so cool. Yeah. Those are really cool. Yeah, yeah. Those disco uniforms are really really awesome. Yeah, I'm just not cool. big on how they look on women. Yeah, at least the shirt, <laughs> oh. jacket, whatever. Hmm. So weird. when you think about um, so Haley, when you think about how Chloe is interested in Star Trek. How does that make you feel? Or what do you think about that? I like that, you know, it's, it's something that we can share and it's, it's fun that, you know, we can, I can sit down and I can turn on an episode and I know she's not going to like roll her eyes at me and be like, oh, can we watch something else? Um, and you know, something it is, it's something that we share. And, and like I said, if, if we do go to some, if we go to Vegas in the future, it's, it's something that we can share and enjoy. And she, she wants to meet some of my friends that that I talk about and she's jealous that, you know, <laughs> I've met some people and she's like, I want to meet them. And, um, you know, and we're in talks of the trip we were going to take this summer. One of the places we were considering was going up to the Northeast. And I was telling her, about the model at the Smithsonian and she just kind of was like oh and big gasp and you know and the fact that she wanted to go and see that and then I was telling her about the um the Ticonderoga Mm -hmm. and she was like and she just and I love that you know she would be excited about it too just like I would because otherwise it's no fun if you're getting dragged around to places that you don't care to go to because that happened to me as a kid yeah for sure so, Chloe, do you have any thoughts or feelings about your mom's interest in Star Trek? Do you like? I just think she's it's so awesome into it? that she likes it. Nice. Why? 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's she's more of a, a Potterhead. Um, she loves the fantasy stuff. And, and so she kind of understands because she loves that just as much as I love Star Trek. Hmm. So, you know, there's no... Oh, you like this thing? Oh, we have to watch this again. Oh, can't we do something else? Why are you talking about this? Um, I have I have some of the Star Trek music on my iPod, so I'll play it sometimes when we're on long trips. I have the um albums from Five Year Mission. Oh, and those guys are great. In my car, so we'll turn those on and she's like, Oh, I remember this episode and she sings <laughs> along and then she's like, Mom, that song stuck in my head. I hate you. And <laughs> <laughs> well you gotta come out to California and come to Harry Potter World too. It's so cool. We're actually going to the one in Florida. <gasps> Doug and I went there. How long ago was that, Doug? Did we do that? Uh, six years ago. It was before the first child, so it was at least six years ago. Yeah, we had a ball. It was a we long did. time ago. It was really cool, though. Yep. So that's that's what we're doing. So when we're gonna when, we're gonna go out there. When you Chloe, go there. you have a favorite book already. So what? Does Chloe have a favorite book? Yep. Of the Potter know. books. The first one. The first one. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So when you guys are watching Star Trek, how are you consuming it? Or excuse me, let me let me rephrase. Do you just consume Star Trek through movies and TV? Are you watching the um are you what <laughs> are you listening to podcasts? Are you reading comic books? How do you how do you consume Star Trek? So we mostly just watch the shows and the movies. Um we've got the Blu-rays of both uh, TOS and TNG. And then um, a lot of the time we'll just do it through Netflix because it's easier sometimes. But um, And then same with the movies. So we'll watch them that way. I'm not a sci-fi reader. so And she's not really much either. Um, so we're not big on the books. Um, not big on the books or the comics. But um, And then listening to podcasts. Oh my I couldn't even tell you how many Star Trek podcasts I have in my iTunes (laughs) (laughs) that uh, I am subscribed to, but it's a lot. I try to catch up on the weekends. It's nice when we go to Salt Lake because it's a three-hour car drive, so I can get at least three episodes, sometimes four if they're a little bit under an hour. Um, So sometimes she kind of listens, but not really. Usually that's just me that's listening to podcasts when I'm not doing it myself. <laughs> right on. Are you watching Discovery with Chloe or are you watching that without her? I'm watching it without her currently. Um, she has watched, she did actually watch the recent episode. Um, Partially. Yeah, part of it. Um, I'm kind of watching it now just to kind of see where it goes and and see if it's something that would enjoy, that she would en- enjoy and entertain and stuff. I'm not big on the, people are complaining, oh, I can't share this with my kids. Um, I feel that way with if the Quentin Tarantino film goes forward. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, that's kind of why I'm not wanting it to because I wouldn't probably be able to share it with my kid. They've already said it would be an R-rated film. And I'm like, well, that's not Trek at all. Um, so, I mean, we've watched quite a bit of other stuff together. And I feel like if she's able to watch Lord of the Rings and even Harry Potter, um, there's a lot of dark in that that Discovery is not a big deal. But yeah, the later Harry been, Potter movies are pretty dark. Yeah. It's just been something I've been watching usually because by the time I'm able to sit down and watch an episode, she's already off to sleep. So, yeah. So taking your, I have to podcast about discovery hat off. How are you feeling about it? What do you think? I'm enjoying it. I was not, I didn't love it and I still don't really love it, but I am enjoying it for what it is. And I appreciate that. It might not be the one that inspires me and motivates me, but it's doing that for somebody else. And so I appreciate that. And I, my, my co-hosts over on Discoville love to make fun of me because I just absolutely love Pike. And um, I'm going to be sad when season two ends because he's not going to be on it anymore. Um, but I've definitely enjoyed season two a lot more than I did season one. Hmm. Who are your co-hosts? 
Um, on Discoville, uh, I podcast with uh, Amy Nelson, Kyle oh, well, Wagner. You don't care about what she thinks. She's just if it's she wants Deanna Troy in every series, so just don't worry about what Amy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kevin Reitzel, and actually oh. all all three of them are totally uh, hashtag in it for Pike. Mm-hmm. Hashtag shiny butt pike. So <laughs> make fun of me for it, but but they're also like, yeah, he's really good looking and he's really hot. Yeah, it's funny. After <laughs> the last episode, I saw hashtag Spock's butt, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, he was rocking that uh that you that outfit. Not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, I was like, man, his legs are beast. He's like beast mode with his legs. <laughs> the way your daughter's looking at you right now is. <laughs> This is when we should have a video podcast. We share this face with each other quite often (laughs) because she likes to tell me I'm weird. And then I remind her that she's my child and therefore she's also weird. Mm -hmm. There you go. I think you Pike and Spock need to have a good butt because Saru has literally none. He's got no (laughs) butt at all. Poor Doug Jones. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag talk on generation. Welcome to the Star Trek Butts podcast. My fault. We're here to I talk about butts on Star Trek. Thank you for coming. Colbert next week. Um, <laughs> could do a whole episode on him. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what are you looking forward to with the future of Star Trek? I'm looking forward to just more amazing stories, amazing characters, and again, more people coming to enjoy it and and hopefully be inspired by it and want to strive towards that that future that Gene kind of started and has just taken off and has been built upon Uh-oh. and and added to. Um, that's that's Did my loser. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I lost you for a second. Oh, I, I got her. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Uh, are you looking forward to the um, uh, the Section Thirty One show? No, no. I I I'm not huge on Section Thirty One, and this goes to that whole there is Trek for everybody, and then there's Trek that's you know it's not for everybody. This is not something. It's not something made for one person specifically. It's made for all of us in the fandom and then it's made for anybody who is just going to sit down and watch it because they want to be entertained. They're not Trekkies. They don't consider themselves that, but it's, it's an entertainment business and it probably is not going to be my thing and that's okay. I might sit down and watch it just to see what it's about, but I'm not like, mm-hmm. it's a little dark. Well, and I don't know. It's just, the storyline, the intrigue and everything is really great. But at the same time, I just, it doesn't grab me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to get back to exploring strange new worlds to seek out new life and new civilization, not spying on what the other guy's doing. Yeah. But you are looking forward to the Picard show. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the Picard show. The Picard show. I've told you about that. No. John Luke Picard is going to have his own show. (laughs) Yep. And the the animated one, um, I'm kind of looking forward to. We'll see what that looks like. I I'm not big on. uh, I've never watched Rick and Morty, so I don't know the humor of it. But uh, that one will be kind of fun. And then um, figure out how this one can watch the one that'll be on Nickelodeon, the kids animated one. Yeah. Kids animated. Yeah. We're gonna Wait, the Rick and Mo- Dan Harmon is doing the other Star yes. Trek show? Yes. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Community is hilarious, but I'm uh, Rick and Morty is a little. Hmm, that's yeah, I have to think about but that. But they're Trekkies. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So I think, maybe... you know what? It's the Rick and Morty fans more than it's mm. Rick and Morty. That's, gotcha. Yeah. But fans ruin things. <laughs> Not Star Trek fans, not any of our listeners. Fingers. They're beautiful, wonderful people. Um, <laughs> but fans of other things sometimes tend to ruin things. For a uh, Pike series. Yeah. I think we're going to get one. I, I hope so. I really do. Because there's a lot there that they can that they still can do and fill in. Because really, we don't have anything other than the cage and then the menagerie. And so there's all that time where... We don't have anything. They could do anything because 
and people can't sit there and be like, oh, it's not canon. Well, it's Mike. We didn't get anything. We just saw him in the cage and then in the menagerie. We didn't even see the accident that caused him to be that way. We just heard about it. Yeah. They could do whatever they wanted. They could. That would be cool. So where can everybody find you on the internets? You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Trekkie01D. Um, again, you can find me over on uh, Standard Orbit on Trek FM and Discoville on the Phantom Podcast Network. Right on. Chloe, is there anything you want to add? <laughs> no, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing your Star Trek story with us. It was really fun to have you. Yeah, well, thank you, you for having us. Live long and prosper. Peace and long life. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> So that was a really fun podcast. Um, yeah. It's really nice to have the next generation of Star Trek fans. And I like that she was talking about Harry Potter too, just because it's, it's all about embracing fandoms in general and not, not throwing up walls about you can't like this and you like this. So that's dumb. It's, it's cool that she's learning already to, to embrace all those different kinds of fandoms. Yeah. And they're, it's a positive fandom that they're looking at too. I mean, it's, a, she's getting her into Star Trek. I, I'm, I was impressed that when she asked Chloe, uh, what Star Trek did she want to listen to? She went to TOS. I want to go to the beginning where it all started. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. And yeah, she's young. She can't remember the episode names and things like that. That's perfectly understandable. I mean, I forget episode names. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not really good at that either. So, it, you know, it's, but it, that was a lot of fun to have the two of them on. And definitely, if you have a chance, listen to one of the podcasts that Haley's doing. She's a great host. For sure, yeah. So what's going on in your life? What's going on in my life? Well, I'm going to come up to visit the grandkids this weekend. That'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I do another podcast. It's called The Observer's Notebook. It's the official podcast of the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers. So if any of you listeners out there have an astronomer in your life or you're an astronomer yourself and you want to learn a bit, little bit about more, a little bit, little bit more about what's going on up in the sky, uh, check it out. The Observer's Notebook. It's available everywhere. What about you, Doug? Uh, I've written four books. Uh, three of them are about teaching. He's the Weird Teacher, The Teaching Text, You're Welcome, and A Classroom of One, and a post-apocalyptic motorcycle novel called The Unforgiving Road. And you can find those on Amazon. You could bother your libraries to get those. That would be super cool. I'm on the Twitters at The Weird Teacher, uh, and I also write mostly about teaching, but Star Trek comes into it a whole bunch at he's the weird teacher dot blogspot dot com and I'm starting a new uh Star Trek podcast called Star Trek Butts. So look for that. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. That, that will be, yes. It should, it should I'm be. sure there will be no problems at all. The internet will not get mad at me for for any of those episodes. No, and <laughs> CBS will have no issues with us putting on a podcast like that. <laughs> um, music for this podcast is supplied by the wonderful Sarah Windish. And if you want to get a hold of us, like we said, we're, our email address is generationstrek at gmail.com. At Twitter, we're at generationstrek. And on Facebook, we're generationstrek. Star Trek's themes of hope, diversity, peace, and unity are messages that we should all cherish and pass on to our friends and family. This podcast is a vehicle to show just how the fans of the franchise share their Star Trek memories and passions with those they love. Thank you for listening to Generations, an independent Star Trek podcast. That was fun, Doug. Love you, buddy. Yep, love you too.
Hey there. Hello. How are you? Good. How you doing? Hello. Good. <laughs> <laughs> She's nervous. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Don't be shy. Hey, there you are. Hi, Chloe. See? Can you, you can say hi. You want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> We're going to make this you a podcasting star. I told her I still get nervous. So I was yeah. like, I, I still get nervous. Yeah. You'll be okay. Okay. Uh, Doug's camera doesn't work on his camera, on his on his computer. His son sat on it. <laughs> so you can't see me. You can only hear me. Of course. Go figure. <laughs> you have any questions before we get started? No, I don't have any at all. Okay, cool. You, Chloe? You ready, Chloe? <laughs> really? No. It's going to be well, fun. I told her that. I said, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You'll be all right. Yeah. I can edit anything. <laughs> what grade are you in? Exactly. Six. Oh, right on. Yeah. I yeah. teach fourth grade. Yep, see? He's a teacher. You're not afraid of teachers, are you? No. Well, he's going to give you a test later, so that's a... I'm a mean and scary teacher, though. Just ask <laughs> my kids. <laughs> like this, so they can't understand you. Okay. Okay. Ready to start? Yeah. All right. Let's do it.